0: Discipline. When you hear the word discipline, most people don't think of good things. When people hear that they need to become more disciplined, they don't think of positive things. However, on tonight's episode, we are going to unpack what discipline authentically is and what you have to become in essence, to truly be a disciplined person. I know a lot of people think discipline is not fun. And yes, it is not a game. However, discipline is the highest form of self-love. Discipline reveals your character. And when I say discipline, I don't mean it just in theory, but in practicality. On tonight's episode, we are going to unpack one of my favorite books, The Power of Discipline. And I'm also going to reveal a lot more personally about my journey of becoming a more disciplined person in my thoughts, in my actions, in my mind, in my energy, and even in my body. So I encourage you that if you are not already in a quiet place externally in your atmosphere or internally with your attitude I suggest that you grab a snack grab something to drink grab a notebook and most importantly grab yourself because you are now tuned in to the second episode of season two of sentimental value podcast let's go Hi, lovies. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you are, you are now tuned in to Sentimental Value Podcast. I am your host, Sincerely, Cedrina. And tonight's episode, as I always say, is a good one because it's going to reveal what is great inside of you. In order to get to greatness, it requires a huge sacrifice. And I know a lot of us hear sacrifice and we cringe because we don't want to give up anything. But sometimes you have to give up something in order to get everything. And that sacrifice will require the highest level of discipline. On tonight's episode, we are covering one of my favorite books, The Power of Discipline. How to Use Self-Control and Mental Toughness to Achieve Your Goals. It is by author Daniel Walter, and I really, really love this book because it helps you achieve your goals in a record time, right? Consistency is key. We are not shooting for perfection, but progression is everything. And you can only progress in small, small, small Steps. I don't know if you've ever heard of the compound effect, but it is a really good theory that says instead of you leaping a big distance in one situation, what you're going to do is you're actually going to break it down into smaller compounds, and that is going to add up to a bigger effect. So, what happens with discipline is a lot of us never get there proactively and we reach that point reactively with the results that it yields that we are not happy with, okay? So when you look at yourself, personally, professionally, and you're not happy with what you see, you're not happy with what you hear about yourself, you're not happy with your own internal thoughts and feelings, you're not happy with who you are, that did not happen overnight. And I hate to tell you, but it's not gonna be undone overnight. It's gonna take small steps, strategic tactics, and consistency and progression and overall discipline, okay? So, you know, I love to open up every episode with a quote. And I actually have three of them for you today. The first one is by Jim Ron, and it says Discipline is the bridge between your goals and your accomplishments, okay? Again, discipline is the bridge between what you want to achieve and what you actually achieve, okay? So you can say, oh, I want to go to college, but if you never fill out the application, are you gonna go? Let's go even deeper. You can say, I want a job that pays me six figures, However, you have a penny worth work ethic. You are not gonna get there by not actually doing what you need to do. And it's easier said than done. But again, tonight, I'm gonna give you some tactics to help you discipline yourself. And when I say to discipline yourself, I mean to discipline your actions, to discipline your mouth. It starts with your mouth. Your tongue is a weapon. It could be a great tool, but it could be your worst weapon because if you do not learn how to watch your mouth and what you decree and declare and what you say, I guarantee you it will manifest in the worst way. Okay. When you watch your mouth, it will help you watch your mind. Again, the previous episode was on the power of now, right? Mindfulness and consciousness of your thoughts and controlling your emotions and discipline is a big bridge within that. The next quote is by Napoleon Hill, and it says, discipline starts with the mastery of your thoughts. If you don't control what you think, you can't control what you do. Okay. It starts with the mind, the head first, and then the body follows. Okay. You can have the desire for something, but if you lack the discipline, it will never happen, okay? Last quote is by WK Hope and it says discipline is when your conscience tells you to do something and you don't talk back. So when your mind tells you something when your spirit, when your soul speaks to you, it's a non-negotiable. It's a non-negotiable, especially when it's something that has been in you for a while. It's a repeat thought. Oh, I need to write this book. I need to write this song. I need to go after this job. I need to move to this area. When those thoughts keep coming up and you self-sabotage yourself by suppressing them, it's because you lack the discipline to actually go out and get them. Think about it. So what you have to realize is information is key information is key you can't do what you don't know okay you 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 have to be able to get the information to get the information shout out to all of those that are subscribed to the podcast audio base for those that follow it on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify and iHeartRadio. radio it takes a certain level of discipline to not go and download your favorite artist's music which can inspire you yes it can motivate you but beyond being motivated and inspired which are only temporary right feelings and emotions or even sometimes thoughts and actions but the discipline is what's going to keep you there when you choose to discipline yourself with the content that you consume Right, So if you follow me on Instagram, Sincerely, Cedrina, or Sentimental Value Pod on Instagram or TikTok, you create your algorithm. Your algorithm is a reflection of how disciplined you are or how not disciplined you are. So I say that to say what you need to realize about discipline and even success, it will require you to fail a few times. You can't just jump out of the window and go totally left from something that you thought was right. Right. A lot of our thoughts, a lot of our habits that are undisciplined. And we're going to deep dive into everything from our diet, exercise, our thoughts, our working habits, um, even our resting habits. You have to understand that failure is not permanent, but you need to fail and you need to fail fast. You need to fail early. You need to fail often and you need to fail. Most importantly, forward, forward, most successful people, many successful people have failed a lot. They have failed a lot and people don't understand the prize. The prize is in the progression Okay, you don't get to yield the profit without actually going after the points for you to have discipline. It's going to take for you to make a clear, conscious decision and a choice. And once you make the choice, you're gonna have to stick with it. Okay, so as I said, discipline will reveal your character. When you meet people that are disciplined, it's a high honor. It's a badge of honor that disciplined people have and they take pride in. And whether people want to realize it or not, I know sometimes, especially in this day and age, people see disciplined people and, you know, they think they're better than people or their nose is in the air or they're just stuck up or they're tight or they're no, no, they are who they are. They know they who they are. They know what they are. They know why they are. And regardless of where they are, they show up and operate in a level of excellence. That's a non-negotiable. When it is painful, you need to remember to push forward. When you think of the gym, right, a lot of people are not disciplined in their fitness. I used to be one of them. I used to be one of them. I recently lost about Twenty twenty five pounds. You know, we probably have another twenty twenty five to go. But however, the discipline came with me not not fitting into certain clothing or not finding my size in the store and crying and whining about it. It came from me actually getting up, even if it was something as small as a fifteen minute walk outside or going full throttle for forty five minutes inside of a gym public or private residential or commercial it took discipline and it took the consistency for me to say okay I'm gonna get up today I could do strength training today I can't do strength training but you know what I'm gonna knock out some cardio cardio can't happen we need to take it chill I'm gonna do some yoga but it's the discipline beyond that a lot of people suffer from and what is it called um body dysmorphia right as humans especially as (laughs) Americans as women we are tough on ourselves because everyone else is but I am here to tell you leave that to other people let other people be hard on you okay yes life is not easy however it's only as hard as you make it and even when it gets hard to the point where you feel like dang I don't know if I can do it why me no try me become hard body, like literally when you want to lay down, don't stay down. Don't stay down. Like literally get up. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? See, discipline will really make you question how bad do you want it? Because desire and determination are two totally different things. And again, discipline is going to bridge that gap. You have to be willing to sacrifice going to literature. I'm a big reader. I grew up reading, but a lot of people find it so hard to commit a little bit of time reading something and reading something that's worth reading, reading something that you need to read. I know that when I took some time off from, you know, formally and professionally and scholastically really sitting down reading larger pieces of literature it was hard for me like my thoughts were everywhere I'm picking up my phone I had to become very disciplined to like bury my head inside of the book you know and that's what it's all about so I wanted to mention some honorable chapters in the book you know I never give you guys the full piece of literature you have to go and you know read it yourself I'm, I'm probably gonna i am I'm probably going to eventually start like a book club I don't know I don't know we might do like a little book club for our SVP family um or at least do an Amazon link for these books if you guys do want to read them um my favorite chapter I'm just gonna jump out there my favorite chapter was about the status quo and why we resist change okay so let's go there why do we resist change because it's scary (laughs) We resist change because we don't know anything else. And you know what's sad? We don't want to. Some people really enjoy the ignorance. They want to blissfully live in a world where they don't know because once you know, you have to grow. There's an accountability that comes with information, that comes with education, that comes with knowledge. A lot of us are okay just being okay. See, to become great, it's going to take some discipline. To become great, you're going to have to bleed a little bit. You're going to have to shed some tears. You're going to have to fight. And I get it. Like I said before in the 48 Laws of Power, every fight is not our fight. However, a lot of us jump in other fights because we don't want to deal with our own personal fight. The biggest fight that you're going to have is against yourself. It's against your own subconscious, right, your own self-sabotage, your inferior mindset that you did not – You weren't born with that. Someone birthed that in you. Someone planted that in you. And you have taken the responsibility to water it. To water it. And it's not a rose. It's not a tulip. It's not a... It's a weed. It's a weed. Like, it's not even something that's worth keeping and and nurturing and watering. It's actually messing up your garden. It's messing up your garden. So... I love the one place in the book, it says the fear of regret, right? Like I said before, you're going to have to fail, but failure is not permanent. It's not final, but we're so afraid to fail. I, I used to be that way. I'm still a little bit scared, but I have to remember God didn't give me a spirit of fear, but of peace, love, and a sound mind, right? Fear not, you know, and even when you're trying to master Your confidence and your consistency, sometimes you're just going to have to do it scared. You're just going to have to do it scared. Um, Also, you have to remember as well with discipline, it's a reality check that comes before you discipline yourself. It's a reality check. Going back to the fitness thing, when you look at yourself in the mirror or someone takes that picture of you, and I'm not talking about a picture that you were prepared for. I'm talking about that candid, that off guard, that tagged photo that you keep removing from your profile. That, in essence, is I'm not going to say the real you, but that's people's perceptions. Right. That's how people view you. And unfortunately, we never get the chance to meet ourselves. We never get the chance to truly see ourselves authentically. We are forced to see ourselves through the eyes of of other people and those are the eyes of people that don't even like themselves that don't even look at themselves but when you see that photo of you or when you see yourself in the mirror you catch that glance of you in reflective glass as you're walking to and from it's a reality check it's a reality check that really anyone that knows anything about checking it only take one good time for you to be checked see any in between you weren't really checked You weren't really checked. You might have been dotted a little bit, slash, but you weren't really checked. When you're checked, when the box is checked, it's done. And then that's when you make a decision. That is what births the change, okay? That reality check is going to say, oh, I need to get up and go to the gym. If I can't get access to a gym, I'm going to have to the same YouTube and Instagram and TikTok that I bring up BS on, I'm going to have to keyword search in-home workouts, I'm going to have to, if I work a desk job, what are some upward mobility, you know, activities that I can do to tone my arm or to straighten my posture? Now, let's go even deeper. You cannot outwork a poor diet. (laughs) What you consume, what you put in your body, that's why I love public restaurants. Public restaurants, I don't know about you, but I know a lot of people love to watch people at the, adjacent tables get their food because you're trying to count how soon you're going to get your food. But my favorite thing to do, I don't count the quantity of the time. I count the quality of the meals that come out right? People are so focused on a cuisine geographically. No, I want to know, okay, is this restaurant who's who's ordering something vegetarian, vegan? So someone that's ordering something, but they're cutting back on the condiments, someone that's adding extra veggies, that's going to be the clear indication of the type of people that I'm in close proximity to. Okay, if you're not drinking water, Okay. Drink water, mind your business. You need to drink water. People that can't drink water are beyond undisciplined because water is everywhere inside of you and outside of you. It's so much water around, whether that's the water fountain, the water that's in your house, literally you have a faucet in multiple places, Um, filtration system, bottled water. You need to drink water. Okay. It's healthy for you. It's good for you. You need to eat your fruits, and your vegetables. Cut back on the carbs, (laughs) cut back on the sweets. Now, I'm not saying that you can't treat yourself, but don't cheat yourself, okay? You need to know everything in moderation. Too much of anything becomes a bad thing, and gluttony is a sin, people. Discipline your mouth and what you put in it. My ultimate thing that I did to help me lose that 25 pounds wasn't just going into the gym, being a little rat. It was actually me not being a rat and scurrying through my refrigerator in the middle of the night, but disciplining myself in my mind to have control over when I eat, not just what I eat. Intermediate fasting beyond the vanity purposes to get your body in a slimmer place. Fasting was the best thing that I could have ever done to discipline my mind to discipline my mind, to say, okay, I am not going to eat a solid food because I don't drink anything but water. I might have a little glass of wine or a little one too. But as far as like juice and and pop or soda for wherever you are in the world – I just can't do it. I can't do it. And a lot of us as adults find it hard to reprogram ourselves and rediscipline ourselves or just discipline ourselves for the first time because because we come from families and areas and communities that were literally food deserts and they had lack. And I'm not talking about lack in materialism, but even lack of mentality of choosing better options. A lot of people were raised on cookies and snacks and eating chips early in the morning and and, and drinking, you know, a bunch of Dr. Peppers and, and Pepsi and Cola and Sprite and 7-Up and concentrated juice that's not even made of real juice. They haven't seen an actual fruit in Lord knows how long. And it takes it's scary. I get it. It's scary even as an adult to let go of things that you did as a child, especially when it brings you comfort. Someone asked me um, a year or two ago, like, what's your comfort food? And I didn't even know that term in verbiage, but I knew it in all actuality. Because once they educated me on, like, no, comfort food is whatever food you consume when you're feeling down or bad or you're stressed. Like, it brings you an immediate comfort. And I can tell you, the immediate gratification... It's not cute. A lot of us, we, we like those, you know, sugar cookies and those oatmeal cookies because it reminds us of grandma, but we forget that grandma had diabetes. Grandma had high blood pressure. You know, you have to remember that. And again, I know it sounds harsh, but see, that's what discipline is all about. It's the harsh reality. Another chapter that was really good is self-discipline, the biological argument. We want to think that we're just born with discipline. We're not. We're not. And my favorite section was on delayed gratification. We live in a world, we want it instant. We want it now. And when you get things immediately, when it comes fast, it leaves fast. When it arrives too quick, it's not of value. Sometimes you have to delay yourself. Again, I'm not saying that you can't treat yourself sometimes but how you got to a point of trying to reprogram yourself and get your mind and body back together on a physical state on a fitness state is because you wanted that instant gratification you wanted to go quickly to the fast food drive-through and eat a meal that took you a few minutes to scarf down and literally was your entire daily value calorie count the, again, I'm not a fitness expert. I've had a lot of trainers and nutritionalists. And let me tell you something, even with partnering with people, paying people that were in those fields, ultimately, it boiled down to me. It boiled down to me. And when you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, you make a change. You make a change. It never fails. Now, let's pivot from body, right, and eating and exercise. Let's talk about discipline of your mind, your energy, right? People have to realize that discipline takes hard work. And a lot of people are so lazy. They don't want to do the work. And that's why they look at other people who do the work and what it yielded for them and what the results were. And then they, oh, oh, how did they do that? How did they do that? How did you not? How did you not choose yourself? Discipline requires for you to choose yourself. And I understand that sometimes that's the hardest thing that we can do. Because again, we have not been programmed and taught to choose ourselves, but we cannot pour from empty cups. A lot of us don't even have a cup anymore. We don't even have a cup. We're just holding on to a little splash, a little splash of something in our hand, in our hand. And you have to want more because you deserve more. See again, discipline is the highest form of self-love. Discipline is not bad, but if you don't discipline yourself, I guarantee you, it's gonna be a lot of bad stuff going on around you. Self-control, control yourself. I I, I know it sounds so simple, but it is it's hard to control anything. And what's so weird is humans, we will focus more on trying to control someone else, something else. When it only starts with us and it ends with us, what is your self-control? What is your discipline? When I say discipline your mind, discipline your mind to, again, going back to your mouth. Watch what you say to yourself. Watch how you think about yourself. I hear so many people just in regular life, like literally they're not even talking to other people poorly about themselves. They're intimately talking poorly about themselves to themselves. And you can catch it. You can catch people that make a silly miscellaneous mistake and they say, oh, I'm so stupid. Snatch it back. Snatch it. And I don't mean snatch it back where you just, oh, you're embarrassed because someone caught you talking bad about yourself. No, reverse it and say, No, I'm I'm not stupid. I just made a poor choice. Okay, there's a difference between an individual bad choice and consistently making poor choices. There is a huge difference. But see, you can't cut off that consistency of lack and less than until you address it. You have to address it and become aware of it. That goes back to mental toughness, your mind your mind over everything mind over matter you have to be so disciplined that it becomes a non-negotiable it's not up for debate it is like it's it sincerely it's not up for debate it's not up for debate i will not talk to myself poorly you will not talk to me poorly i will not treat myself poorly you will not treat me poorly and guess what i can control what you do and you say but i can set the standard for it people watch people watch people listen. Okay. And that's why people have to be very mindful of how they act. Okay. So now we're going to go to a place of this versus that, right? Talent versus intelligence. You hear it all the time. Most people that make it big and, and do great things. They weren't the most talented person. Sometimes they're not the smartest person. However, they were intelligent enough to keep going, to go through. And I'm talking about to go straight through it. See, that takes discipline to go through it. A lot of people want a shortcut in life. They want to go around it. They want to go over it. They want to go under it. They don't even want to go at all. They just stop. They turn around. They, they go back. They, you have to go through it. That discipline is going to take for you to have a tenacity that's nasty. Like that's, that's just like, is she okay? Is he sick? Like, no, you are. You're the one that's not okay. You're the one that's sick because you can't figure out why you aren't here and why you're still there and you don't have the bridge. You don't have the bridge of discipline, okay? Desire versus determination. I want this. I I need this. I deserve this versus going out and getting it. Someone that is disciplined is determined. Again, it's a non-negotiable. We can't talk about it because I'm too busy being about it. My determination is so tight. The excuse can't get through. The excuse has no room. Because I have so much determination and discipline and a plan and I'm sticking to it. I have my tactics. I have my strategies. I have me. I have me. See, a lot of people want other people to teach them discipline. I could teach you all day. You could watch this podcast on YouTube. You can listen to it on the podcast platforms. And guess what? You can still go and do exactly what you know is detrimental to you. You're going to go and do or not do what you know could be best for you. Lastly, periodically versus consistently. Some people only want to do something for the first few days. Let's go. We're in the middle of the year. Let's go to... New Year's resolutions. The best thing that happened during COVID is it changed our perception of time, which we know time is not even real. (laughs) However, the time frame that we are used to and comfortable with is non-existent. We can't hardly remember what year we're in. We've lost a couple of years. The seasons are changing. People were changing. And in order to change, to grow, to evolve, to become, it takes a certain level of discipline that you can't just do the first few days. You can't do every other day. You can do some days, but not all days. No, it's going to take everything of you, all of you, and you're going to have to keep doing it. You're going to have to do it when you don't want to do it. You're going to have to do it when you don't feel like doing it. You're going to have to do it when you're not happy. You're going to have to do it when you are sad. See, your emotions can't fit in to discipline. Discipline doesn't care about your feelings. (laughs) Like discipline doesn't care about your feelings at all. And I'm not saying that your feelings aren't real, but your feelings aren't facts. Your feelings are not facts. The fact of the matter is, if you don't get up and make a decision and become determined and discipline your mind, body, and soul, and even your atmosphere, right? So when you know that you need to stop drinking like a sailor and smoking like a chimney, that starts with you. Again, you can't change other people. You can't shut down the local liquor stores and dispensaries, but you can stay out of them. You can stay out of the face of people who don't keep you on track. You can get people out of your ear that aren't determined and pushing you forward. You can also, again, let's forget other people and just stay within yourself. When you know that you're getting a little bit weary, going back to what you consume, you need to go and seek things and people and places that are disciplined and require order. Nothing is wrong with order. See, people, people always want to say like, oh, just people, people just want to do things. No, it's a certain order in life. And when you fall out of order, just for the sake of getting a break or going with the crowd and trying to fit in, you, you, you fall off. You fall off every time, every single time. Hi, lovies. It's Sincerely Sedrina from Sentimental Value Podcast, and I wanted to give a huge shout out to our official sponsor of Season 2, AfroHealth. They are the only UK-based brand that specializes in multivitamins made specifically for melanated people. If you did not know, 76% of melanated people that live north of the equator are vitamin D deficient. What they have done over at Health, if they have made a B100 multivitamin, they also have hair and skin nail complement food supplements that are absolutely amazing, okay? It's not only going to up that vitamin D deficiency, but it is super packed with 26 essential vitamins and minerals that are going to cover your nutritional day-to-day needs, okay? And not only that, they are vegan and non-GMO, okay? So make sure you head over to afro health let them know that sincerely Sadrina sent you and enjoy all right welcome back guys so as i am sitting here drinking out of this um thing okay let's actually shout out my actual sponsors afro health again if you don't already know you need to know that as melanated people okay black and brown people we need to take our health more seriously right we need to become more disciplined and not only how we want to see ourselves but in all essence how we actually see ourselves so I say that to say, make sure you head over to Afro Health, follow them on Instagram and TikTok. They have a lot of good things going on. OK, now back to the topic at hand, discipline. I know I was probably yelling at you guys. I just told my producer, you know, I get a little passionate, you know, my my vibration goes up which sometimes makes my volume go up, but I'm a firm believer of you don't raise your voice, you raise your argument and I still stand on the fact that you need to be grounded in discipline, okay? Let's break down the word grounded. So you know when you were a kid and you were grounded, right? your parents grounded you, your guardian, your mentor, they grounded you. It's because you did something out of line, right? That wasn't good and they needed to get you back in order, right? So when, even when you think of grounding, right, to plant our feet in the ground and to become one with nature and let the grass, you know, suck all the negative energy out of us and all that good stuff, being grounded is not always a bad thing, Okay, being grounded said, you know what, no TV, no phone. And most of the times the TV and the phone is what keeps us undisciplined. We don't know how to put it down voluntarily. So it takes someone above us, someone that truly loves us and cares for us to correct us out of care. And there's nothing wrong with that. See, a lot of people can't discipline themselves because when they think of discipline, they think of it coming from another person and they think of it. Oh, this person doesn't care about this, care about me, or this person is trying to control me. No, you don't care about you. You can't control you and somebody has to do it. And even as children, when we become grounded, as you transcend into adulthood, who grounds you? Who puts you on punishment? Who gets you back in line and in order? If not you, then who? If not now, then when? Okay, motivation is gonna keep you going, right? Motivation is gonna you know, make you wanna get up, right? Inspiration is gonna make you see the bigger picture and make you really connect to it. But discipline is gonna hold you accountable. Discipline is gonna require a form of liability that says, okay, you say this, But you don't do this, and that's why you don't have that. Discipline is going to require you to face yourself. It's going to require you to open yourself up. A lot of people don't want to be open. A lot of discipline will crack you open. Crack you open. A lot of people don't want to be cracked open because they are afraid of what is inside. They don't even hardly know what is inside. The book had a particular chapter... Let me see if I can find it. It was speaking on um, a certain theory that says that we only operate at 40 percent, I believe. Oh, my God. Let me see if I can find it. It's basically saying like we only operate at 40 percent. And even when we think like that we can't and, you know, when you're in the gym doing those reps and it's like, okay, my trainer said to only do 10 at 5 I feel like I'm going to die. You know what? No, I'm going to make it not only to 10, I'm going to push through to 12. See, our mind and our body can do so much more than what we allow it to do. What we think is capable of doing. You have to be the person that like pushes through, pushes through. Even the um book talks about self-fulfilling prophecies and the placebo effect. Right. If you don't know what the placebo effect, the placebo effect says, I say that I gave you something to do a particular thing, but I didn't give you anything. But because I told you that I did, you're going to really feel like I did. And you're going to say, oh, wow, this really worked when no, you really worked because there was nothing else added. You know, you kind of have to treat discipline in that same exact manner. I know it sounds weird, but it's the truth. And sometimes it's okay to be weird. Because what's cool is not always what's right, okay? Chapter eight, my favorite, get comfortable being uncomfortable. That comfortability, consistently, comfortability consistently, throat chakra locked. You see how the enemy is trying to get us? Oh, Lord, let me drink this water from my sponsor and get my mind right. Lord, I pray for the discipline of my diction. But the consistency that comes from you not doing what you're supposed to do, right? The complacency, the comfortability, consistency, and, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to equate to laziness. It's laziness. That's what it is. It's laziness. Laziness said, oh, my alarm clock went off at 8 o'clock. I have to be at work at 9 I'm going to hit the snooze button and I'm going to get up at about 8.30, 8.45 and I'm going to have to rush to get to work. And when I get to work, I'm going to look a hot mess. I'm going to feel a hot mess. I'm going to have the energy of a hot mess because I'm tired. But you're not tired from the lack of sleep. You're tired because you didn't do what you were supposed to do with the energy that you had when your body first woke up. My body now, I used to pray, hope, and wish that I could be one of those people that woke up at 5 a.m. I went through a short stint of hoping, wishing, and praying that I can go back to sleeping in because now naturally my body wakes up at 5 in the morning. I can't make this up. My body wakes up at 5 in the morning, and what I notice is when I am hard-headed... And hard hearted And I don't want to listen to the vibration Of the universe which is telling me it's time to get up It's time for something to be done We are ready for you But if I'm not ready for me and I lay in bed An extra hour, extra two hours I'm actually more tired Bodily wise, mentally Energetically, emotionally, spiritually Than if I had just gotten up When God said Get up Sincerely I'm going to tell you a little story My producer, it probably hears me. He's going to think that I'm crazy. When I tell you guys that I am in a season of pure isolation and transformation, if you are watching or listening to this podcast, this is probably your first time seeing me and hearing from me in weeks, months. I'm going days without talking. It shocks me when I hear my own voice sometimes. But that separation is so required for my level of elevation that I am praying for that I have been waiting for. Right. I am in my bed being hard headed, not getting up when my body wakes up and I cannot make this up Again, I was raised religious, you know, I believe beyond the practice of formal organized religion, it is so imperative for you to have a personal relationship with God, okay? He, he desires you. He doesn't desire your service for a building and for you to do a particular talent or skill that you have. He desires you and all of your essence and all of your mess, okay? But I recently connected with someone in this year... That really encouraged me to ground myself in my relationship with God, get to know him and not only get to know him and read his word for what I think it is, but actually resting on it and allowing myself to see God and hear God. And I think it's very important, especially as an influencer, as a content creator, as someone that the creator has trusted to co-create with. It's very important that we remain obedient because when I kept waking up with my body at 5 a.m., but my self-sabotage and my excuse and my depression and my anxiety made me stay in the bed, I can't make this up for the first time ever, I heard God. And I know I probably sound crazy to some people. I will be crazy, okay? When I tell you I heard get up in the loudest way. I mean, it scared me so bad. I got up and I ran out to my <laughs> living room. You know, at the time I had a a dog, even I'm looking at the dog like, did you hear that? He looking at me like, yeah, I heard that. Like, he wasn't even looking at me like I was crazy. He's looking at me like, well, I mean, when you supposed to get up? So now that I heard it audibly like like when I tell you it was so clear it was so direct it was (laughs) like a movie and life is its own movie right you get to choose what type of movie you create are you living in a cute little rom-com or are you in a horror film are you in a thriller are you in a drama Right? What What is the story that's being told? And the story can't be told until someone presses record, until someone films, until someone speaks, until someone acts, and you can't do any of this until you get up. You have to get up and you have to get out, okay? And for me to hear that, when I tell you when my body wakes up at five, six in the morning, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up when I don't have to work until the afternoon time, I'm up until whenever, I feel like it's time for me to sit down and I keep myself occupied. And that took a certain level of discipline to not only be obedient, but to remain consistent. And I encourage anyone that if you know deep down inside, you are not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And you are so far from becoming who you know, who you know God called you to be. And even beyond being called, because what they say, many are called, few are chosen. There's a difference between being called and being chosen. See, when you're called, you have the option to pick up the phone or not. When you're chosen, you can't run from it. You can't run. You can't hide. And the best thing that I've learned in this season of isolation, and I posted this to my social media, if you feel an innate desire to talk to me or see me, I need you to talk and see God. I need you to talk to yourself and see yourself. Whatever you're searching for in me, you need to find in you and be confident, that we are mirrors. So I know sometimes we don't like what we see in the mirror and we don't like the reflection and that's what causes the projection. But you also have to remember you are the sum of the people that you hang around. And that's not always a bad thing, but it's not always a good thing either. And you get to make the choice of what it is. What is it? What is it? Like, like not what it is in and what it ain't and oh, I don't like, it's very easy for us to say, well, I don't like this and I don't want this and I, but like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you deserve? And then beyond what you deserve, cause life don't give you what you, you deserve. Life gives you exactly what you give it. So you get out what you put in, right? A lot of people don't like their lives because they have not put action behind what they say that they want. But then they envy, <laughs> they envy and curse those that have. And the reason why people who didn't put in the work and then discipline themselves externally with their actions and internally with their thoughts don't care at all about uh, what undisciplined people think about them is because they've already fought the, the best battle ever. And they're still on the pursuit to win the overall war. They don't have time to be worried about you. You don't even know what side of the fight you want to be on. You don't know if you want to be your ally or your opposition. And that's why you don't know what side you're going to stand on with other people. And what I learned with disciplining myself, especially in this season of my life, you know, it's certain conversations I want to have. It's certain places that I want to go. But guess what? I can't. I can't right now and I won't because I have too many things that I Want I have so many things that I'm willing to go after and I have to get, but right now it's a season of discipline and a season of no. No, everything does not deserve a yes. And that even goes to you. So when your inner self tries to, again, self-sabotage and say, oh, you know, you ain't got to go to the gym or you know what? You don't have to actually study for this exam or you don't actually have to put in a little extra work and overtime for this work assignment. You need to talk back to it and say the devil is a lot. No, I am. I am. I am the great I am. You have to truly believe and affirm yourself like, you know what? No, I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm the lender and not the borrower. The only way you become those things is when you let go of old things. You let go of things that no longer serve you. That's the only way you're going to be in great service to yourself and to the universe and to humanity. So I say all of that to say thank you for tuning in to this episode. I pray, I pray that whatever you're struggling with to discipline yourself about, that you find some sense of revelation and restoration to truly make a change. And I'm talking about a consistent change. I'm not talking about when you click this off and you say, dang, she was right, but you don't correct what's wrong. I need you to correct what is wrong. I need you to let go of everything that you have known and everything that you're comfortable with and confident with. And I need you to get humble yourself, let go of your ego and your pride. See, the ego and your ego hates discipline. Ego is chaotic. Ego say whatever I say is going to go. No, no. And your ego has a certain space. It has a certain space, but you have to discipline it. You can't go off trying to discipline other emotions and feelings when you don't start with the main part of it the main part of it. So again, I encourage you to discipline yourself for not only your professional goals, you know, but your personal goals, discipline yourself individually and encourage those around you to become a lot more disciplined as well. Don't just try to discipline an animal and all this other stuff. No, you are the animal. You are the beast. So you need to discipline yourself as such. Okay. I love you guys. I really hope and pray that This season is giving you exactly what you need, when you need it, and why you need it. Again, if you're not already following me on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to subscribe to the show. Shout out to those who are already subscribed and have left ratings. I truly, truly appreciate you. Shout out to my TikTok family. I am coming back. Okay. I am coming back. I am coming back and I'm coming back with vengeance. Okay. Right now, I'm just, you know. I'm in the oven. This is no microwave, okay? Like I'm, I'm in the oven. It's gonna take a little bit, you know, of time and energy, but I guarantee you what I will come out as and what I'm gonna serve up is gonna be well worth the wait. Again, shout out to my sponsor. Shout out to my sponsor, Afro Health, okay? Again, make sure you follow them. Black people, black people, black people, black people. We have to get very, very serious about our health. Okay, we have to be very serious about our health, our physical health, our mental health, our spiritual health, our emotional health. Okay, I love you guys. I can't thank you enough. And until next time.